on today's Pinche Gringo podcast. What else would we be talking about? COVID-19 and on-the-ground reactions from Shanghai, Sydney, and Montreal, all on today's show. Pinche Gringo, Mexico is laughing thanks to you. Hey, everybody. Whoa. Welcome to the Pinche Gringo podcast. Hey, everyone. How hey, are everyone. you all doing today? I'm, I'm Dan DeFassi at Pinche Gringo Dan. I'm Julian Valois at Snappy Jewels, enjoying this Friday indoors again as much as we can. Yeah. yeah. Day, well, I mean, for me, uh, this will be uh, day 16 of my quarantine. Uh, there were a couple of uh, definite like challenges with uh, being at home for 16 days, but I'm I'm okay. I'm doing fine. How about you, Julian? You're right. Yeah, I'm hanging in there. I mean, I've got a. I've tried to create a, a nice personal space for me here with my yoga mat. That's where I I get some good stretches and sometimes lie face first on the ground, uh, wondering if we're ever gonna have a world again. Um, you know, it's, it's good. It's really nice and relaxing. Um, sometimes I go in the shower, like, cause the, you know, it's really fun to be in the shower and, you know, the, the water hides your tears. And so it's good. I'm keeping, I'm, I'm keeping it together. I'm feeling good. I'm, good. I'm, I'm uh, very positive. Thanks for being so uplifting, Julian. <laughs> We're going to get through this. You know, yeah. You know what? I got to say, like, first of all, I appreciate my maid because I haven't had her here for a week and a half and, uh, she works hard. <laughs> is I have a, a, a pretty large place and it's a lot of ground to cover with laundry and vacuuming and washing my dishes. I didn't even know. I took out the garbage last week. I didn't know where to put it. I didn't know where the garbage went outside my, my apartment. You just put it out the door usually and it just goes somewhere, right? Like with its own legs. It goes somewhere, right? Like it waits for Cleo and then it goes somewhere. Like God bless that woman because it stinks down there. And... um yeah. You know, it was been pretty. It's been a pretty good week. Like I bought a vacuum cleaner. I'm very excited about that. And uh, that sucks. Well, you know what? I had to do it. Like I bought the best vacuum cleaner around because I needed to do vacuum or clean my floor as quickly as possible without as much stress. So I bought this like super sucker Matic 3000, and I just been like carrying it with me everywhere because like instead of taking the food and putting in the garbage, taking the garbage out just suck it with the vacuum cleaner you know like the whole the whole like takeout order like the the boxes and stuff yeah no i dropped food on the floor before i had my vacuum cleaner next to me so i just like suck it up like i don't have to use mops or brooms or anything it's just pretty awesome so uh yeah you know playing a lot of uh uh this game called animal crossing it's a real hit right now and uh on my nintendo switch and basically like you coexist with other people on a deserted island and you have to like build up that island and build your house and like go fishing and stuff. So that's been definitely like a, a an hour and a half distraction, you know, to make sure my island is maintained. Uh, Good. Uh, yeah, you know, working out, getting stuff done, you know, working all day. Think, thankfully, you know, Pinchy Gringo is still working. Uh, how about you, Julian? What you been up to? Yeah, not so different. Haven't been into the Animal Crossing, but uh, it's a big mistake. Uh, it's, it's a huge, crazy. It's a craze all over the world. Really, like there are a lot of people doing it now because it's like there's social interaction time. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, I miss animals, so maybe, maybe it'd be nice to play some Animal Crossing. Um, besides that, yeah, I've been trying to keep in shape. Um, 
yeah, working hard, um, giving a couple of French lessons here and there and speaking to some friends and family over, over Zoom. God bless Zoom and all these digital uh, video communication links. I mean, now we're trying to, it's funny how we went from a few weeks ago, oh yeah, Zoom, whatever, I'll just talk to the marketing team on a Zoom meeting. Now it's like a life-saving resource. You know, like uh, WhatsApp, these things are really coming through uh, as, as super, super important in our lockdown society now. Yeah, I hear you. But I, I think it's going to be great. Actually, this, this finally stopping this, and smelling the roses and like really investigating yeah. their lives and understanding where they are. Like how many fathers right now are talking to their children for like and getting to know their children for the first time? Yeah, like, what's your name you know, again, kid? Many, yeah, what's your name? Families are like getting to know each other and communicating and and even if some families are fighting, maybe people are realizing that, you know, you can't just like cope with your regular day and run out and do everything, you know, and then just like coexist with people. Now you have to be with them in the same area for like almost two months. So it's there's good, a lot of authenticity. Yeah. I think it's going to come from that, that people are realizing how they really feel instead of just kind of hiding it behind, like yeah. going to work, going out, being distracted. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, man. Uh, some, I think some relationships that with people that live together, families that live together, can be kind of make or break. I think some people probably won't be able to deal with, uh, you know, 24 seven with their spouses. Other people might grow from it. Um, we'll have to, we'll have to see you. Good luck. All you people in relationships, spouses, and, you know, be nice to each other. Don't kill each other. Don't kill your roommates either. Well, here's, here's the other thing that I'm actually, really... I'm going to be playing. Well, here's, here's what I'm really excited about. What's that? Sorry? What's no, that? you go well, ahead. Saying, what do you say? You know, that, 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 that I'm by, I'm by myself and, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would be like, well, it must suck being by yourself. Yeah. But to be honest, like I haven't pissed anybody off or nobody's pissed me off. Right. I'm not in anybody else's space. And you can do whatever you want all the time. So in that solitude, like there's a lot of freedom um, where people are just, a lot of people are learning to coexist with somebody else for such a long period of time. And uh, I'm blessed that like I don't have to worry about that, which how many people like at night are like going to sleep and being like, I'm so sick of that other person. <laughs> you know, yeah, I know. You know? Don't, have to, don't have to deal with that when, uh, when, when you're alone. So. But uh, listen, let, let's get started with the show. Uh, it won't be a, a too long of a show today, but uh, we're going to connect with uh, Dr. Susan. Dr. Susan. I don't even know what's Dr. Susan's last name. I've been calling her Dr. Susan for a couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like some kind of CBS show or something. On the next, Dr. Susan. <laughs> let's just call her Dr. Susan because Dr. Susan's awesome. And uh, she's going to join us and talk to us a little bit about the coronavirus effect on Mexico. So... Let's grab Dr. All right. All right. So uh, we have uh, Dr. Susan uh, on the, and we also are being joined by Dr. Melanie. And uh, first of all, welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, coming over. And um, we don't even know your last names. And so uh, we figured Dr. Susan, Dr. Melanie was like Dr. Oz or Dr. Phil, like celebrity doctors. Dr. Melanie de la Fuente. Yeah. And we, we really are like Dr. Because we're more <laughs> side. So let's just keep up with Dr. Susan and Dr. Melanie. Well, you guys are celebrities because we only know your first names. If you had a last name, it would be like boring doctors. Now That's right. Name. Mm -hmm. You guys are both celebrities. You're like Brazilian so, uh, soccer players. 
Just one name. Brazilian, the Brazilian soccer players slash doctors. Exactly. That's a good. <laughs> so, uh, guys, uh, everybody wants to know, is Mexico going to hell? And uh, we're going to all, you know, go of coronavirus. Like, I think everybody's really worried, especially some of our foreigners that are on this show. I mean, listening to the show is, should I have gone back to the U.S.? Do I think it's safer there or am I safe here in Mexico? What do you guys think about that? Uh, my first answer to that would be, I don't think going back to the U.S. would be a smart thing at this point. I think that being a U.S. medical physician for 33 years, um, there are things that I see that we absolutely weren't prepared for. The advantage of Mexico at this point in time is, number one, they have done a beautiful job. You guys, all of your media, radio, television have done a wonderful job with the advertisements they put out with, with educating all of your citizens and in a positive way. Do I think we're going to have some bad weeks? Yes, I do. And let me let Dr. Melanie expound on that. Hey, how are you, everybody? I'm Dr. Melanie, and I would like if it, well, we, we are going through some questions, but at the beginning, I think that we should stay in Mexico and don't travel as everybody said right now. Right. I mean, I mean, we have the best weather here too, and, and it's still like early spring in the United States, and where Julian's from in Canada, it's it's darkly cold still until what July, right? Seventy five degrees Celsius swing right now. It's like minus yeah. fifty there. <laughs> so why do you think? So so what what you what you both were mentioning about uh, that you say that Mexico is very positive and open with communication, but some people would say uh, that Mexico is being very soft and they're not uh, making people really understanding the brevity of this of this crisis and and people are taking it very light. Uh, how do you feel about that? Well, I think I, I think from a clinical opinion, and it's just my clinical opinion, is that Mexico was slow to look at what was going on uh, around the world, and especially when we looked at Spain and Italy, and I think they were slower than I would like to have seen them be, and starting with social distancing and stay at home. Um, and the use of masks. We all know right now there's a controversy in the U.S. about the use of masks. And I'm old school, so using a mask whenever you go out for me is absolutely essential. When I say that um, Mexico has been more positive, they absolutely have not been fear-based, which I think is worth a lot. When you turn the TV on and you listen to the news in the U.S., um, if you're bilingual and you can listen to Italian news or Spanish news, um, it is very fear-based. And it is because those countries, including my own home country, let things get out of hand. And in trauma medicine, if you get behind, it's very hard to catch up. So right now you have 1,215 cases in Mexico and you have 29 deaths. Um, I think that we're nowhere near hitting a peak. Um, and I think that we are going to have some bad weeks, no different than any other country. 
But right. I don't think it will be on the scale of the U.S. So, so let me, there's a couple of things that people have been saying that maybe Mexico won't get as, uh, as bad as other countries. One of the things is that uh, warmer weather is not good for viruses. Um, what's, what's your thoughts on that? I'm going to let Dr. Melanie did a beautiful, she's giving me the finger no, so let me go here. <laughs> First of all, when we talk about everything I'm going to say to you today is going to be based on Center for Disease Control for CDC and right. for the National Institute of Health, because that is where every morning at 4.30 I get my information. So let me say this about warmer weather versus cold weather. In a medical model, when you're looking at the weather, first of all, winter, people stay inside, right? So they're more huddled together. So the chances of more people getting sick in a household or in a, in a clump environment is higher than when the weather is warmer and people are outside. We know that coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, and Yesenia which is something that everybody ought to look up because it is very much part of the corona uh, virus picture. These are, they do better in cold environments, but I, I don't see Mexico as being a real warm environment right now. Um, and, and actually there are many cities in the U.S. which are much hotter in the summertime, New York, Philadelphia, Chicago, anywhere in Florida, than in Mexico. I think Mexico overall is a, is a beautiful climate. So I think that um, we need to look at it in the domain of clusters of people. And that is why if you quarantine for self-quarantine for 14 days, viruses have a cycle. And at the end of that 14 days or whatever the magic number is, and it has changed by the CDC um, just over the last few weeks. I right. think that you see that the, the safe distancing is the most important thing that we can do and washing our hands. We now make it a habit to wash our hands. We try to do it on an hourly basis, whether we need to or not, because we know that the virus is mostly transmitted through the eyes, through the mouth, through the nose. Right, while I'm rubbing my eyes at this moment, <laughs> it's so amazing about your hands and you don't know where your hands are going all the time. You're not conscious of it. Well, and you know what? I told Dr. Melanie earlier today, I said, you know what's really crazy about this is, is my nose never itches until I can't scratch it. And now yeah, the last exactly. couple of days it's been driving me crazy. Now, now, I said this on the I, I said this on the last show, and um, I want to ask you again. My theory is that uh, the Mexican obsession with pine soul and lemon um, will destroy this disease for the world. Um, and I'm looking for a doctor to validate that. No one has returned my calls, but can you validate that for me? Pine soul and lemon, no? I never heard of it, but lemon's <laughs> an antiseptic. Pine soul is antiseptic. There you go. See, I, I'm getting to something, guys. <laughs> I'm getting somewhere here. That will kill 99.9% <laughs> is Clorox bleach. CDC says that one part Clorox bleach and five parts water can be used um, to kill any germ known to man. Really? Um, and yeah, that's perfect. not me saying it. CDC is saying it. 
So Julian, cover yourself in bleach tonight before you go. Yeah, to I'm gonna put a nice, just like a, a I'm gonna dip a cloth and uh, yeah. sleep with it on top. Of me. <laughs> just don't breathe. Just don't breathe. I just won't breathe. You told me to put bleach on my face, Dan. Yeah, my hair is different. No, no, I'm just kidding, guys. Like, and children who are not watching. There are no children watching this. There's only, like, five people, so it's okay. Julian, do you have any questions for Dr. Susan and Dr. Melanie? Yeah, actually, I do. I know I hear different opinions about whether... Because I know not everyone can get a mask right now. Um, but I hear some people say, go for a scarf. Uh, including your president, Donald Trump, said, no problem with the scarf. Is is that true? Could I just put on a regular oh. scarf? <laughs> I guess the dog yes, agrees. I think that is true. <laughs> yeah, the, the dog is Donald Trump's friend and was really mad about that. No, the dog is a Trump supporter and was angry that Julian was uh, disparaging. Donald I was Trump. trying to be nonpartisan. No, but he's, I assure you he's not a Trump supporter. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Russian, a Russian setter. <laughs> I think anything that is a protection of the mouth. Um, and the nose when you go out. They're now also saying if you're a contact lens wearer, do not wear contact lens. Oh, wear it. your glasses. Uh, because if when you rub your eyes or you go to take your contacts out or put them in, if your hands are contaminated, there is a vector for the virus to enter through the eyes. Okay. So I'm a contact wearer. I miss my contacts, but I've been wearing my glasses now for days. Ah, uh, okay. Well, okay. that's good. So just I could wear my glasses and a scarf and look like an interesting version of Cousin It and <laughs> ready to go. Style, right? And, and I was hanging around the Ambulantes the other day and they said eight tacos a day keeps the virus away. So um, let's put that in there as well. Dr. Susan, we got to wrap it up, but um, just any kind of other, other, you know, again, most of our listeners are here in Mexico. Uh, a lot of our listeners are foreigners. So I know there's a little bit of fear, but like, what else can you share with us today that will make us feel better about uh, this situation? Well, I, I just will give you some tips on the safe home. Um, you should be cleaning your kitchen counters daily, two or three times a day with Clorox or Lysol, whatever you want to use. If you have to go out in a car, you should have no more than four people in the car. The windows should be down. Yes. Um, don't go visit grandma and grandpa right now. It's not a good time to do it. And I think that the only other thing that I would like to see the government do here is to actually put up a travel ban, at least for a small amount of time. Um, because I think that's one of the things that in the U.S., has helped us. I don't know where we would have been had Trump not uh, have put on that travel ban when he did. So, you know, I think that when you look at this virus, I think it is one of the worst, but it is not something people can't live through. Actually, the good side of that is, is that once you have an immunity to built up from this, um, there will be a second surge. I do want everybody to know that. Right. CDC says probably sometime between November and December. So now's a good time to start building up your immune system um, and using products that will help you do that, especially right. for pulmonary and respiratory uh, defense. 
Yeah, but it's fine. Trump told us to drink this chloral chlorophyll thing, right? Like uh, from the fish tank, and then we're going to be okay. That's what he said about, right? That's what he said last week or something like that. All right, my final question for you, just last question, is that um, they call this uh, the two meters of separation, Susana Distancia. Uh, was that named after you, Dr. Susan? No, my darling, it was not. Okay. Okay, just wanted to check. All right, Dr. Melanie, Dr. Susan, famous doctors, because they only have one name, not a last name. Thank you guys so much for coming today. Really appreciate having you on the show. And we're going to have you guys back on like every couple of weeks to give us some updates. Is that okay? Yeah, that would be great. Uh, All right, great. great guys. Thank you, doctors. Thank you so much. God bless you guys. You Thank too. you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, so Dan, there, there we finally have, I think, some confirmation. Uh, I know you're more of an air conditioning guy. <laughs> I'm more of a windows down guy. I win now. We shouldn't be driving with air I, conditioning I, I, anymore. I'm not even thinking about that, Julian. I'm thinking that I got an official doctor to validate that. Uh, I'm that was time. a solid yeah, endorsement. Right? Yeah. You guys were thinking I was crazy last week, but now, <laughs> oh, that's great. So let, let's let's move on. Uh, this is I'm so excited. We have three really good friends from all over the world uh, to give us uh, a couple of minutes each to share with us what they're doing during the uh, uh, the lockdown, and we're gonna start with. Our amazing friend Jason Shell, who's in Shanghai, and Julian. Before we connect to Jason, let's let's talk about Jason for a second, right? Uh, I, Jason, Jason is in the hot spot of the world, and uh, if there was one friend that I wouldn't want to have that happen to, it's Jason. Shell, right? <laughs> you so, mean Pennsylvania when he goes back home to Pennsylvania? Well, you know, you know, Jason definitely like I want. I can't wait to hear from Jason what's happening in Shanghai. So uh, let's right. get him on the line. No. Hey, what's up, Jason? How you doing over there, man? Where are you? Where are you talking to us to,、uh, from today?、Uh, Shanghai. We're in Shanghai right now. Well, I'm in Shanghai. Okay. Okay. And you guys are in China in the in the origin. I don't even know if it's the hot pot hot spot center anymore or hot pot center. It's the hot pot center, but the hot spot center of the coronavirus. Now it's been shifted to the U.S. But You were there during the crazy times, right?、Uh, we were in Asia,、uh, but we were stuck outside of China because it really blew up during Chinese New Year when、um, many people are on out traveling. Out traveling. Okay. Wow. wow. And so you weren't able to get back in.、Uh, yeah, we kind of、um, nobody knew what was going on, and、uh, you just kind of getting these weekly updates. Okay, maybe just you know kind of extend things and extend things.、Um, I was wishing I'd come back to Mexico、uh, at the time, but you know we didn't really know. And one thing led to another. We were、um, we were kind of on a self-imposed exile for about seven weeks,、uh, and then flew back to Shanghai three weeks ago. So yeah, I'd come back to Mexico, land of Corona beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> you want to make those jokes, but then there's all the dead people. It comes across a little insensitive. <laughs> Thanks, Jason, for calling me out. On- <laughs> You gotta laugh about it, right? Yeah, that's true. So I can understand like exile and quarantine on a on a beach,、uh, just losing count of how many strawberry daiquiris you start drinking.、Uh, that sounds pretty appealing. But have you had to have some quarantine time in Shanghai? Yeah,、uh, we. When you come back, you have a fourteen day quarantine, a two week quarantine,、uh, and、uh, you just kind of stay home. Um, there's an amazing delivery service network here, so you can just order your groceries or whatever you need. Um, it, it's like next day service for most things. So even if you were knitting, you could get your yarn the next day and you know be like 
you know, keeping yourself busy at home. Jason, is it, does it feel like it's over there? Like, do people feel like it's over or is it still going on? What is, what is life like these days? Um, it's, it's very similar to, uh, you know, the weeks that were after the, um, uh, was it the N1H1 in Mexico, the, the swine flu, um, where you go to restaurants and they check your temperature. Um, waiters are wearing the mask still. Everybody has to wear a mask outside, but if you, once you get into the restaurant, you can take it off, you know, um, and we, you also have these little QR codes that keep track of you and it stays green if you're in like, if your temperature's okay and you're, and you show the restaurant your QR code and you walk into the restaurant. So, so you have a QR code on you, like it's your own personal QR code? Yeah, yeah, it's through Alipay. Wow. So like on your phone? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, you go to Alipay and there's like a little health button and you bump it and as long as the government hasn't reported you as like having a high temperature or something, um, I mean, it's got its faults, but it, it's, it creeps tracky. It's a little freaky. Could you, could you imagine that being deployed in Mexico? Like that, like that kind of system? I mean, that's, that's, that's insane. I mean, totalitarian government, right? right? Like being able to give you QR codes. Codes. Americans, Americans would reject, would reject that right away. That right away. It's, it's, it's not freedom. Not freedom. But I mean, if, if you get a, a QR code and you have like Alipay, like, uh, that's like from Alibaba, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like if you're healthy for a while, could you get upgraded to like a prime membership or anything or? Well, the green's prime. We've been prime since we entered, uh, cause we didn't enter sick and they check you at the airport when you come in. Um, and then, but you could get degraded if you're bad and you get the coronavirus, right. you, you know, how's the economy right now, Jason, is it still slow? Are there still people outside? Are there people still scared? Uh, in regards to working, protocols? I would say it's, uh, schools and, Work that requires large group settings uh, are still not happening. I'll say, or happening uh, via online, like schools. Um, you know, churches aren't meeting, games and concerts aren't happening. You know, stadium type things. But uh, people just—I mean, there's traffic. People are out, like going to work. You know, and uh, showing up to like their office jobs and stuff. So technically, like if you and me work on like a, a DJ show together, and we're used to having nobody come, that would still be legal. Oh yeah. Yeah. You could do that. It'd probably be encouraged to keep people from being bored. Yeah. Nice. But the, the, the funny thing is that like people are thinking that this might end, you know, we'll be back to normal in May or June, but it, it just shows even in China where, you know, like even where you don't have too many cases anymore, life is still not normal. That's true. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk of it in education about what is the new normal going to be after all this? Cause it's, this is like, E-learning is becoming like a new normal thing, which is, you know, what it is what it is. So, right. So, Jason, we have to wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, uh, wish for for you guys, you and Carolina, to be safe, and uh, and all of our love from Mexico. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I miss the brisket. Brisket. Yeah, man. Well, oh, well. <laughs> we hope to have you back here. Soon. I, I'd send it to you, but uh, I don't know if like uh, customs are pretty open these days. So. They would. Someone would <laughs> yeah, eat it. Maybe it's after over. it's all over, we'll we'll, we'll uh, FedEx you some brisket. <laughs> I hope I'll be back this summer. That's that's another concern is if the travel restrictions will continue. I hope I see you this summer. I uh, hope so too. Right. Something to look forward to. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks. All right. So our next, uh, we're rotating around the world and we're going to the other side of the world. Uh, from S Sydney, Australia, we have Alex Gower back on the show again. How you doing, Alex? Hey, Dan, not bad. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, no problem. How, how's everything down on? So, so you're you're a Kiwi. You're from New Zealand. 
uh, but you are living in Sydney right now, is that correct? I have. I moved over in January, right before the start thing all started getting out of control. Right. So how does it feel to be without your sheep? Did you bring your flock of sheep with you to Australia <laughs> or uh, you left well, them Well, believe it or not, Australians big contenders in the sheep sharing industry. It's us, Australia and Wales that are in the game. So Australians <laughs> also have sheep. They do. They do. It's good scene sharing over here. Okay. How has your adaptation to Australia been? Has it been okay? Like, you're feeling comfortable over there? I know they're very different, right? You know, it was all starting to go really well. We just diced ourselves up a nice apartment. We just started moving some um, new furniture in. I got a breakfast bar. I love it. And now I can't leave, which is sort of a perfect storm. So I can't um, <laughs> I've just got the place kitted out, so we're certainly ready for the isolation. But it certainly wasn't it. on the year plan. <laughs> right. So how are Australians taking the, um, the, the, the quarantine? Uh, so, so you're in Sydney. What are the rules right now in Sydney? Uh, the rules are it's meetings of two people, um, meetings restricted to two people in public, but it's a little bit, I think the biggest problem with Australia at the moment is we're segmented by states, and so each state in Australia is sort of doing their own gig, and on top of that, the Prime Minister is trying to inform the entire country, which is just making everyone confused. So we're not meant to be going out, we're all meant to be self-isolating, but we've got all these people going out to parks because they're confused and they're not really sure what they're meant to be doing. Um, right. How long have restaurants and, uh, and the bars been closed for? Uh, about a week now, but they're all still doing delivery and takeout. So this is adding to the confusion because they're closed, not closed. People can... Okay, so you can still order a shrimp on the barbie. Uh, correct. <laughs> as long as you take it, as long as you walk it out of the store... Which now, oh, awesome. Joe Public, you've got people walking in and out of hospitality uh, stores, at which point, like, well, are we meant to be at home or are we allowed to be bowling around in the public? I, right. I think there's an education problem because you've got half the country all doing lockdown and it's all going to be all for naught if you've still got 30, 40, 50% of people, I don't know, still going about their daily life. It's not 50. That's, that's, that's too big. I'm talking about uh, 15 to 20% of people who are still sort of going about their de uh, lives as usual. It just... Got it. it it's not going to work if, we, <laughs> if you let the tail sort of through the gate. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah I was... Um, or go ahead, Dan. No, I was just asking about New Zealand. So you're from New Zealand. So what I understand is that New Zealand just sent everybody home for two weeks, right? Closed up shop, not letting anybody work, and, and paying them most of their salaries, right, to, just to go home. Uh, four weeks. So the whole of New Zealand is on a four-week shutdown. Um, there's some essential service with pay, providers. Correct? Uh, with pay, correct? With pay, there's a general... Um, wage subsidy that um, Jacinda's brought out. She said, basically, this is a subsidy for employers. Just keep people employed over the next four weeks. Um, it gets a little bit... Sorry, over the next 12 weeks. Um, if, if, the, if it lasts longer than 12, then um, a big, significant chunk of the subsidies are all starting to dry up for employers. So what we're hoping is the four-week lockdown will just straight up work. Um, and if everyone does their part and stays inside, it just 100% would work. And so from then on, we're an island. So we're yeah. in the perfect place to do it. It's just the dice are still rolling whether it's going <laughs> to 
play off or not. Yeah. And if you're, you're alone, you just adopt a sheep and you just hug the sheep at night, like soft cotton, right? You would be amazed okay. how much mess that sheep will do to your apartment, mate. You need to pick up a nice <laughs> little cat, <laughs> do away with these dreams. Because, because you've had a sheep in your apartment, so the stereotype is true. <laughs> Alex, one more, well, I have one more question. I think Julian has a question too, but um, I heard there are 10,000 German tourists trapped in New Zealand, and Jacinta, our, the, you know, your prime minister is also a, a world uh, rock star, um, will not let them go home. Do you know anything <laughs> about this and why there are 10,000 German tourists? There must uh, be a lot, of, uh, a lot of underarm hair in, uh, look, in New Zealand. <laughs> underarm hair aside. Because <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like the, the smelly German tourist that rides in a van that hasn't showered in three weeks. Yeah, right? we get quite a lot of the freedom camping uh, from Germany, Germany, especially I understand, which I don't, I don't really understand why that's a thing, but I understand that it is a thing. Um, I don't know about um, the 10,000. I think I may have seen a headline, but we have had a big problem with um, freedom campers thinking, oh, well, I'm just going to self-isolate in my camper van and that's going to be all good, right? I'm just going to drive around and it's all going to be us and... While, yeah, on the face of it, that might seem all good, the problem is with movement because you're still going to the gas station, you're still going to now different supermarkets, even though you're allowed to go to a supermarket. And right, so it's, and it's just, not like they have soap either, right? Like, or deodorant or anything to protect themselves. From, oh, no, well, not these uh, guys. these diseases, right? I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> <laughs> so the German adventure tourists spread coronavirus in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why they're not allowed to go home. They need to do their time. <laughs> Must have thought it was Oktoberfest in the Southern Hemisphere coming up in April. <laughs> yeah. It's when the leaves fall. <laughs> hey, I, I wanted to ask you... Uh, the size of those we don't have tents that big in New Zealand. Like <laughs> Mongolian yurts? Like baked no, I know those full-on um, Oktoberfest beer, beer tents. I'm blown away by the scale of those things. They wreck them every he year. Said, he said, I thought he said tits for a second, but he did say tents. <laughs> he said tents. Julian got really excited for a second because I don't think anybody's ever yeah, said the word tits on the, on the show before, right? It's the first time. Huge German tits on the show. <laughs> Julian, you have a question, right? Yeah, I just wanted to know. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get some some insight on what people all over the world are doing to pass the time in the quarantine. Uh, I've been throwing a tennis ball against the wall the past six hours. Do you have any exciting activities you're willing to share with our listeners that you've been, maybe some creative things you figured out at your house or some kind yeah, of trends going yeah. on in Australia? Well, it's interesting. I've, sort of everybody that I'm in touch with is peeled off into some sort of electronic game, whether that's, um, you know, normal e-games or um, cards. Um, and I think the cards is the most fun. Uh, have you guys have ever played that uh, Hearts game on all Windows computers? You know, it's like that standard one. Great yeah, it was game. Like Windows that. 95, it was available. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's a staple. I'm, I'm telling you guys, like uh, gaming, even if you haven't played it before, you're like, oh, I'm not a gamer, um, is really a great diversion. Mm. And a lot more people are starting the game. Uh, because you can just pass hours away in another world, and and you know, unfortunately, <laughs> which is a whole other problem. In, like <laughs> in the normal life, but in this life right now, it's important for us to all have diversions to get into something. Maybe you should download that planes game again, Julian, on your uh, well, on your iPhone. First, I was gonna tell the audience they should download Windows ninety five again, and 
get back into free hearts. Yeah. <laughs> trail could be fun got, right now. Because you, you have to survive like you're doing in real life. Yeah. Uh, Alex, thanks so much for uh, joining us today. Uh, good luck over there in Sydney. Um, I know it's be starting to become winter, so uh, we wish you all the best of luck and, and, and safety uh, for you and, uh, and Rebecca and your family in New Zealand. Yeah, cheers, Dan. You guys stay safe too, eh? I think there's a little way before we get out of this pando. We'll get there together. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. All right. Alex Gower from calling us from Sydney, Australia. What, what a guy. I got to visit him uh, a couple of uh, months ago, and we took an entire tour around New Zealand and saw some beautiful, beautiful landscapes and uh, some hobbits. just amazing people and, and amazing food. So uh, that was great to have him. Okay, huge German tents. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know what? Actually, uh, some of my friends and I, we have a, a race this weekend. They got me into... Have, have you ever heard of Marbula 1, Dan? Marbula 1? Marbula 1? Yeah. I've never heard of Marbula 1. Marbula 1 is like Formula 1, but with marbles. So there's like a racetrack that the marbles go on, and you can like bet on who you think you're going to win and stuff. It's like... Are they ha- do they have an open in Mexico where all like fancy people come around and get drunk and and eat appetizers? I'll send you the link after, but yeah, listeners, check out Marbula One. It's it'll blow your mind. It actually is more interesting to look at. You can't stop looking at it after you see it. <laughs> what's up, Paul? My buddy from Montreal is on the line live to tell us what's going on. Yo, what's going on, Jugs? Not too much, man. We're just holding it down in Mexico. Uh, curious to know what's going on over there. What's the scene like? Yeah, you know, um, isolation. I think that's uh, the scene everywhere in the world. I, I, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm assuming it's the same thing for you guys. Um, yeah, that basically some of us took it into Orita. our own hands. And, and I, okay. Orita. It's an expression everybody says. Yeah. Soon. Soon. Right? Soon. Enough. Soon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's us too. I think this is my fourteenth uh, day of uh, of not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, today's my two week anniversary too. Congratulations, man! No, oh, man, it's we awesome. did it. This beautiful. What did you get right? me? We did it. Two weeks. <laughs> Coronavirus is <laughs> done. We thought that would uh, happen when we started it. You know, I thought it was going to be a couple of days, and just fell in love with you know being isolated from the world. You know. Yeah, it's got. I, honestly, I, I I'm learn to embrace it just like it's it's really weird it's like a time when like there's so much uncertainty so it's kind of like i'm taking this opportunity to just live in the moment and enjoy whatever it is i'm doing you know whether it's like cooking a meal or like smelling my dog's face i just try to really fully get into it and try not to worry about the rest of that you know right i was just gonna ask you you had a nice cat and then i realized your cat was just a chihuahua, yeah, no. which yeah. I believe, like, why do chihuahuas exist in the world? Like, look at them. They're just terrified of life every single day. Could you imagine? Yeah. Chihuahuas prepared us for coronavirus because we are the chihuahuas now. Right? We're, we're just chihu- sitting in our apartments, shaking, shaking and, like, afraid of anybody's shadow and running away from other people walking down the street. We are the chihuahuas now, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. We're all, like, useless and, like, helpless. But I'm actually I'm happy to have like a Chihuahua at least uh, to be able to chill out. Well, what is times. that? Is that a? I've been I've been doing shots of whipped cream for the last two weeks because it's better than booze. So okay, if I want to have a drink, 
I just have a shot of whipped cream and it's healthier for you because it's dairy. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, look, you're taking shot yeah. take shots of milk instead? Oh man, that you reminds me of grade eight. That was painful. It <laughs> <laughs> was not worth the twenty cents little little milk cartons at at, yeah. at school. Yeah. Now I would just get diarrhea, I think. <laughs> that actually, yeah, is something I would not be doing during this quarantine. But uh, I know that you've been up to a lot. Uh, you've been, can you yeah. tell us a little bit about the, the show you've been doing? Yeah, we've been, uh, me and my wife have been doing like uh, every second day um, uh, uh, Instagram live and uh, uh, Facebook live videos. Uh, just me from my perspective being at home and trying to take care of my own sanity and uh, my mental health and uh from her perspective as well because she uh works as an operating room nurse at one of the busy hospitals here in montreal so we get her perspective on stuff and people send us some questions and seeing as i miss doing stand-up so much it feels like i'm kind of doing crowd work with with people so it it's fun it's uh it's a time when we all you know start we get our drinks and sit down or our um, uh, whipped cream and we just sit down and I'm telling you guys we take I'm some not shots have coronavirus for that <laughs> and by the way we just want to mention to the viewers that uh the, the listeners that uh Paul is a professional stand-up comedian yeah. uh so you've been practicing some of your stand-up getting some jokes in yeah you know for the beginning I was like man I want to write and I was like writing incessantly and then I think Maybe around like the sixth or seventh day, I was like, why am I doing so much stuff? I think I need to take this opportunity to take a little bit of a writing break. And I think I'll go back to it in a bit. But like, you know, uh, I realized uh, you kind of have to take the opportunity to have the time off as well. I've never had this much time off from stand up. It's weird. It is weird. Right. Right. All, all, all of your jokes are about coronavirus, right? Like, I, that's yeah. I feel like I've been writing everything about coronavirus. Yeah, and you just and I, you can't you can't help it at this point. It's because it's so like just on your mind all the time. Yeah, wouldn't you it know, be great like, if everybody had comedy virus instead? <laughs> yeah, and we just talked <laughs> comedy. We just had to say jokes okay. all the hey, time. Paul, Paul, I have a question for you. So we've been <laughs> yeah, going around the world, the world uh, today, talking about different uh, people from different places. What is it like in Montreal? What is it unique to Montreal about how people are dealing? Are they respecting it? Um, is there just an incredible amount of apologizing going on, like normal, or is it like nobody's apologizing to each other anymore? There's definitely uh, a lot more apologizing than there normally is, especially for us being Canadian and all. Uh, but there's a lot more like people just like judging each other. I see that too. I, when I go for walks, I've been, I went to Costco and it was awful and everyone's wearing masks. They're not respecting any sort of authority, but the authority is also a 16-year-old girl who pushes carts in front of Costco. So it's hard for us to take anything seriously. And at the same time, <laughs> people are wearing masks and touching their faces and like standing too close to you. So it's it's this, uh, everyone, do, we just, we don't know how to act. It's just, you know, you go, you, I, I, I feel much happier staying at home and quarantining myself than right. being outside yeah yeah i hear quebec has a law where if you go to the hospital and you tell them in english that you have coronavirus they won't treat you is that true <laughs> no that's just in that has nothing to do with the virus that is just 
hospital standards, <laughs> I think. That's it. <laughs> They're like, oh, sir, where's your arm? En français, s'il vous plaît. Uh, that's pretty much uh, how it is. And what about you guys over there? Is it like uh, wild? Wild. In the it's streets? Like, it's wild West. It's like Wily Coyote. Will Smith Chase was outside. Yeah. All day long, right? Like, I feel like the Roadrunner. And we are in, in, uh, in, in the Sonora Desert uh, in front of Yeah, practices. just running aimlessly. Yeah, yeah. Just like, for the fun of running. And tea everywhere. everywhere. Like, like <laughs> dynamite, you know? Yeah. Dynamite and those, coronavirus. And, you know? and those other things. What are the, the, the thing that they hit the iron on? What is that? The... Um, the things that fall on Wiley Coyote. What are those yes, things called? Anvils. Anvils. That's it. That is an anvil. Cynthia, como, uh, what, how do you say anvil in, Sp- in, uh, in Spanish? In Espanol. You have no idea. All right, to, 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 guys, email us at dan at pgbbq or dot mx or julian at pgbbq dot mx. The first person to email us in Spanish the word for anvil will send you a brisket sandwich. Okay. Dan at pgbbq.mx or, or Julian at pgbbq.mx. Paul, listen, we're out of time. This has been great. Yo, you're going to come back thank, on again. Thank and, you guys uh, you're going to come down and do some stand-up at uh, Pinch Your Gringo one day, no? Yeah, for sure, man. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so, yeah, so stay safe, everybody. All right. All right. Go too, bro. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Yeah. <laughs> don't touch your face. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And don't eat poutine. Not good these days. Eat extra you'll putin. touch your face to wipe the putin off your face. You won't be wiping your face after putin, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right thanks, take guys. care, Paul. All right, thank you. Julian, take I care. know nothing's happening at the Gringo. We are closed for in-store service, so, but there's a lot of stuff, really cool stuff coming around with, with, the, with the Gringo, so can you tell uh, our listeners about it? Sure. Yeah, uh, basically, we got a weekend full of programming. Uh, we got live music all weekend. Sunday, we have yoga and beer. Monday, we're going to wrap up last week's highlights. And Tuesday, we have jazz night. Wednesday, drag queen bingo. And Thursday, stand-up comedy night. So all available from our, uh, yeah, from our platforms, our digital platforms in IG and in Facebook. Okay. Um, so that does it for the Pinch of Gringo podcast. Uh, I'm Dan DeFossi at Pinch of Gringo Dan. And I'm Julian Vawa at Snappy Jewels. Thanks for listening in, guys. Stay safe and share your quarantine games with the world. Be well, guys. Be safe. Guys, this won't mention the transvestite in Cancun.